Well, we're going to have an opportunity to continue exploring uh, questions of life, faith and meaning. And once a month, we're, we're going to have a, an all age time together. So actually, but we can be all together on this journey. And the, the, one of the questions I'd like to start by asking is, what do you think Jesus is like? What do you think God is like? The Christian claim is, is that when we look at Jesus, we see God. So what is Jesus really like? What is God really like? Some people imagine that God is only interested in the VIPs or the very saintly. But actually, the story that we just heard fantastically read to us today was actually at a point when Jesus was talking to a crowd of people who were the down and outs, the disregarded, the outcasts, the bad. In verses one and two of Luke 15, it says, now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathered around to hear Jesus. And... Uh, the Pharisees and teachers of the law, these were the really religious people of the day, uh, muttered, this man Jesus welcomes sinners and eats with them. Jesus, in reply to what the uh, those religious teachers had said, said a few parables, that's some stories with a meaning. Uh, and today we're looking at what's called the parable of the prodigal son. I wonder, what do you imagine God is like? Some people imagine that God is a bit like a Santa Claus figure, that he comes and he just gives loads of gifts. Uh, as long as you've been nice, he'll give you some gifts. But if you've been naughty, you'll just get some coal or something like that. Other people imagine that actually God is pretty angry, that all of the problems in this world must be because God is angry with us. Some other people imagine that God must be some really old man in the sky, stuck in the clouds somewhere. And other people imagine that actually God is somehow like off in the distance, in the stars, somehow really distant from our lives. But here we have a story about what God is actually really like. I wonder, have you ever had a cross word with your parents? Uh, perhaps if you're a kid, just give us a wave or an adult. Have you ever had a cross word with uh, one of your parents? Well, when I was younger, I, I got a little bit frustrated uh, and I was a bit sad because I'd had an accident. If we can go into the next slide, uh, I I had a, a fish tank and we had a table tennis table and I'd accidentally thrown the bat into the fish tank. And as we can see here, it started to leak. In fact, it started to go quite badly. And I, I, I wrote a note to my parents when I was just a little kid, just saying, I know that you will never love me again. I've gone up to my room. I just thought, oh my goodness, my parents couldn't possibly love me after I'd broken the fish tank. 
Well, I suspect that most of us at some stage have had a crossword with a, a parent or carer. But in this story that we just heard about the prodigal son, the father has two sons and the younger son uh, goes up to his father and says, effectively, give me your house. Give me my inheritance now. It's almost as if he wishes that his father was no longer around and all he wants from his dad is his money. But the father does something absolutely extraordinary. He says, okay, he gives him what he wants. But this younger son goes off and he spends it on all kinds of wild living. He's got the latest Ferrari. He's got, he's spending it on the finest jewellery. He's going on the best holidays. He doesn't spend his money wisely. And soon enough, he finds himself with no money left. He's broke. And he finds himself having to go to the farmer and feed the animals, feed the pigs, feed the turkeys, uh, because he has no money left. He's stuck literally in the mud. He doesn't even get to eat the food that the animals are being fed. So then he decides, well, my father's, uh, the people who work for my father are in a much better position. They get uh, enough money to, to eat. So what I will do is I'll just go back to my dad and I'll say that I'm sorry, I'm not worthy to be called your son, but just make me like one of your, uh, your workers and I'll do that instead. Now, I wonder, how do you react when somebody lets you down? Perhaps uh, somebody takes your lunch. Uh, I know that when I was at school, sometimes people weren't always the kindest and sometimes people take your lunch. Or perhaps you've lent somebody uh, some money and they've not paid it back. How do you react? Well, I think for most of us, if people are not good to us, we find it quite hard to be good to them. But imagine if you're in the place of the father and this son, you can see this younger son who's almost wish you were no longer there, has taken all your money, has spent it all and has now come back. How would you feel at that point? Would you be welcoming like this lovely lady with open arms? Would you feel more nervous or unsure or kind of really worried about what to do about this situation? Or would you be like, no, I don't want to actually know you anymore. You've, you've done a terrible thing, stay away. Well, Jesus goes on to tell the story that the father in this story sees his son from far, far away and he runs out to meet his son. And he, he hugs him and he then brings him in and throws a party. He throws a huge feast. He puts on the best clothes for him. He, he gives him a, a gold ring. He, he, he puts no expense spared 
for this younger son who's just returned. The father does everything uh, to welcome him and make him feel welcome. Jesus says that God is like the father in this story, that he he longs to welcome us all, to, to bring such a warm and loving welcome to us all, uh, to, to put us uh, into that amazing banquet feast. But then there's a sudden twist, like all the best stories, there's a twist at the end. There is an older brother, you may remember, and he's told by the servant that your father has has just found out that your young brother's returned and you must come in and celebrate. But the the older brother's like, no, I refuse. I refuse to go in. So his father comes out to the older brother and says, come on, come on in. Your your brother is back. We must celebrate. But the older brother's like, no, no. How could you welcome this younger brother in? You know, I've worked so hard for you and you've never put on a feast like this for me. The father turns around to him and says, well, actually, everything I have is yours. Everything I have is yours. But we have to celebrate. We have to celebrate that your younger brother, who almost, it was as if he had as if he had died, but he's now alive, he's back with us, we, we have to celebrate. And I think today, I wonder what your impression of God is. What do you imagine God to be like? Have you ever thought that God might be like the father in this story? who is full of welcome and grace and goes up to both sons, welcomes both sons in. And I wonder in this story, which of the two brothers you most uh, relate to? Do you feel like you're the younger son, where actually in life you look back and think, gosh, I've made mistakes, as I do. I look back and, gosh, I've made mistakes and I need a warm welcome from a loving heavenly father or do you look uh, do you feel more like the older son and i know there have been times in my life when i certainly felt like the older son like how can you be so gracious i've done everything right i've been living a good life what what are you doing for this younger son that's not right so today the question I'd love you to go and think a bit about is, what do you think God is like? And we're going to break into our, our smaller groups now.